girl let me tell you about your new favorite podcast presented by black women social with your hosts adrian and Nairiko. we'll be discussing various topics centered around our outlook as black women from different walks of life so tune in and don't forget to follow us on instagram at black women social and our website at the black women social.com everybody and thank you for tuning in to another episode of girl let me tell you Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Black Woman Social and check out our website, www.blackwomansocial.com. It feels like, yeah, period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, period. <laughs> so this week, I've seen a lot of conversation on social media, like literally everywhere from like Instagram, Facebook. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I still use Facebook because I see funny stuff, but they say Facebook's for old people, but I don't care. I think it's funny. Hey, listen, Facebook is where people are real and true to themselves. And right. people don't know this, but Facebook has the best memes. <laughs> they do. That's what I'm saying. It's so funny. Um, and Twitter. So they, there's been a lot of conversation around the like song and music video. Wop. WAP stands for, what does it stand for, Adrian? Wellness and preparation. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real though, it's that wet ass. Nani. The punani, the poussoir, the persuasion. Yeah, so WAP stands for wet ass pussy. <laughs> um, so have you seen some of the conversation around that? Have I? I just feel like, girl, why were politicians having opinions about WAP uh, on Twitter? Like, they're like, I just don't think, and this is destroying the family. Like, you're destroying the family, sir. Yeah, and if you don't have a WAP, just say that, sis. <laughs> but, okay, so personally, I don't see anything, like, wrong with the song. And some of the conversation that I was seeing um, was, or yeah, reading, was that it was vulgar and um, children are going to hear this. And then like there were some conversation on the other side where men were talking about like, that's not ladylike, like that's disgusting, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, let me address one thing at a time. So I'm first I'm going to address my thoughts okay. on the feedback saying that it's not appropriate for children. One, as a parent, you kind of have a little bit of control of what your child listens to, one. Right. Two, we grew up listening to The Whisper Song, Play by David Banner, all that stuff, slob on my knob, and we're okay. Okay, we're we're doing just fine. We're just fine. Right. Next point I want to talk about was the men saying that women shouldn't talk like that, blah, blah, this and that, this and that, whatever. Or, you know, women have been talking about this stuff for a long time. Exactly. You know, Cardi B and Megan aren't the first ones. You know, we have little Kim, and it, it even goes way back, they right? And the women in rap are not new to this. They are true to this. Like Right. But my thing is, how come when a woman speaks about, like, sex or is open about her sexuality, whatever, it's just like, oh, my God. We're Everybody stopped. This woman needs to go to church. Let's put some holy water. Let's sprinkle it all over her body. Like... <laughs> Something needs to be done. Something needs to be done right now. How come whenever a woman speaks about it, it's just like, it's like that. But like literally men, they talk about like women and like ways. They talk about having like threesomes. They talk about, they talk about things too. And it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But when it comes to women, it's just like, it's just like, oh my God. And let's break that down because, okay, these are women in rap, so let's just stick to rap because we can move right. into other genres, but we're not going to. Let's stick to rap. Let's stick to rap. And it's just like, okay, first of all, the men in rap, all they rap about is having ho multiple hoes. And then what do they do in videos? They just have naked ass women shaking ass, slapping her, throwing. Talking about lick my lollipop. Right. <laughs> 
lick me like a lollipop. But when when a it's woman, officer. I want to put it, you know, to the tingly thing in my throat. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. The opposite perspective of what you're already rapping about. So if you have a problem with sexually explicit lyrics, have a problem with men do it and have a problem with women do it. Don't just sit up here and have a problem with Cardi and um, Megan want to do it because as I recall, Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown were just like, them bitches. You know, no one had much to say about, oh my God, I can't. Okay, people did have something to say about, you know, their lyrics and stuff. But it's just like, this uproar about this video and these lyrics and the conversations around it, it's like, why are y'all trying to have it now? Right. So y'all are haters. Basically, y'all mad y'all don't got that lot. I mean, if you have if you have a pussy, like you have a lot. Like, I mean, I mean, at least I Not hope. Everybody. I hope. I hope. Everything okay at home, sweetie? You <laughs> know where the clit is. Like, no, but yeah, like just the the negative conversation around it. Like, have your opinion, but like, I I just don't I don't understand the problem. Do you? Do you, okay, okay. My personal opinion is that I think that men don't like when women are like, what is it? Not sexually, not even just sexually explicit, but just like, um, like open about their sexuality. Yeah, open about their sexuality. You're just talking about it because for so long, it's like it's been their place or their right or their upper hand to, you know, bring that out of a woman, but now that women are openly talking about it, it's like, whoa, 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 like, wait until I'm ready to talk about it. You know, they're not used to women being like, yeah, this is what I want to do, and are you going to give it to me or not? Right. Um, I think they're a little, like, intimidated by it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I'm not going to say all, but I feel like some men... Um, feel a way when a woman is open about her sexuality and they make it seem like when she is that way, she has a lack of, like, self-respect. Yeah. And I 100% disagree with that because I think that everybody should be able to express their sexuality. Right. And expressing that does not equate to you having, like, a lack of self-respect. If anything, you respect yourself and you know exactly what you want. Hold up, let's run that back. What'd you say again? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Summer Walker said, like girls need love too. We do. You know, it's not all it's not all about men. It's not all about what when guys want it, what they want. Like I feel as women, like it's super like liberating to be able to say, This is what I want, this is how I want it, this is when I want it. And that's that. Exactly. Like being sexually liberated, it's looked at as a negative thing and it shouldn't be because we're, you got to take the gender out of it. You know, like we're humans, human beings like to have sex, but here to reproduce, you know, like you like kids, don't you? Like everyone eventually wants to have kids, not everyone, but you know, like that's the purpose of a lot of people's marriage just to produce um, or just being together in general, you don't have to be married to have kids, you know what I'm trying to say. But it's just like, I don't know, man, I don't, it really bothers me that people are seeing it as a negative way, because why can't we just look at it? Why are men the only ones who are allowed to, like, talk about being proud to have sex, or, you know, like, being happy to have sex, or, oh, they know what they want, and it's like, okay, y'all, men don't, they want to sexually experience women, but they don't want a woman to experience sex. So it's like, I yeah, like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know what I think it is? Now that you said that, what? I think that it goes into like, okay, so when a and when a woman is open about her sexual, um, I literally forgot what I said. <laughs> sexual liberation. Yeah. So when a woman is like sexually liberated, that gives her a sense of power, right? Mm -hmm. so like in a way like I feel like now especially now like with this generation like a lot of women are like finding ways to take back their power and to some men that could be very intimidating because they don't I mean like they don't want some men are afraid of women who have power 
Because then they can't, like, tell you what to do because they know that they can't tell you what to do. You feel me? Yeah. And that's kind of, like, an old school... That's kind of, like, an old school way of thinking because, like, you know, back then, like, as a woman, your only responsibility was to cook, clean, and take care of children. Right. Now that's definitely... Like, things have definitely changed. Definitely. For a while now. And, be like, mentioning that, I think a lot of people's... um What they... In terms of their sexual liberation, it comes from, like, your environment and how you were raised. So, like, for example, I know I was raised in the church, so it was always just, like, sex is bad before marriage. You don't talk about it. You don't even talk about the negatives or positive of it. And, like, that's honestly, I think, harmful because it's, like, okay, even though we grow up knowing it's bad, people are still going to do it because that's just, like, a part of human life. Like, how many people who are, like, in the church now – they preach this and that, but they know that when they were 16 and 17, they was out here trying to hump a rock, okay? Like, let's just be honest about it. So it's like, and I remember I, um, my church that I went to when I was a teenager, we actually would have these, like, uh, sleepovers that we would do at the church, and, like, different preachers would come and talk to us about certain things, and that was, like, honestly the first time where I, like, seriously had like a sex talk um because we had one of um what was she i was about to call her mistress oh lord that is not the name of her (laughs) like in the ministry i don't i forget the missionary missionary missionary. yeah 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 so she was explaining to us about like the struggle she uh went through how she was like a teen mom this and that and she wasn't telling us like not to have sex, but she was letting us know, like, a lot of the things that come with it, and, like, that was the first time where, like, things, like, really clicked for me, because it's, like, I'm obviously in high school, so that sexual attraction is starting to get, like, heavier, people are wanting to have sex more, but it's, like, you, growing up in the church, you just don't know anything about it, and, like, at home, for me, it was just, like, don't do it, and, like, that was the whole sex talk, and so then that's how I feel like men and women grow up to feel shame for being sexually liberated. Like men look at women who are sexually liberated, like ill, and then women are scared to be sexually liberated or talk about it. Yeah. So, okay. So with your experience, so you never had like an actual like sex talk with your mom. Never. It was mainly just like, don't do that. Like, boys have cooties and, and it's like, I mean, I know what comes from sex, like, you can have a kid, and that was, like, the main thing for me, like, I don't want no kids, but, like, <laughs> I don't want no kids. just because you don't want kids doesn't mean that you don't want to have sex, like, that's kind of naive, you know? Yeah, my, my experience was kind of the same, because my, you know, my parents, like, I grew up going to church, mm-hmm. and, like, for me, it was just, like, yeah, don't have sex, like, just don't do it, and, like, also, like, don't be too, like, I don't know the word. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to shrug my shoulders. Um, No, like, don't, I guess, like, for me, as a, like, young girl, like, I guess I wasn't supposed to be, like, too sexy. Yeah, I guess the word, maybe the word's, like, promiscuous. Yeah, promiscuous, and, like, even with, like, what I did on the internet, so, like, you know, MySpace backgrounds, how, like, sometimes it was, like, a picture of, like, a girl and the guy kissing in the rain, like, my mom didn't like me having those type of things on my, like, MySpace because she's, like, it shows that you're, like, intimate and, like, people are going to think that you're intimate and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, it's just kissing. Like, right. I don't know. So, I always felt like I should be ashamed of, like, those type of things growing up. And I feel like that's so dangerous when you're trying to form relationships when you get older because it's, like, first of all, I feel like you're just so awkward around men and that's, like... Whew, girl, don't let a man know that you're nervous. Like, <laughs> he is like, are you through the mud? Like, oh, she's nervous around me? Bet. Like, that's, that's just the way they think. I don't know why. Hopefully they can reprogram that somewhere down the centuries. But, you know, that's just what it is. But, yeah, you get awkward around men. Like, you don't understand that pussy is power, you know? Because you just think that, like, it's a negative thing to be sexual or like even talk about it or to even like tell someone like what you want, you know? Cause it's like society paints this picture that like men are designed for sex, but women are just supposed to like, I don't, it's not supposed to be enjoyable for us. We're supposed to have it, but we're not supposed to talk about it. It's supposed to be like a whole behind the scenes thing. And it's like, 
F that, you know? And that's why I really think what our generation is like revealing, you know? And so a lot of people are unhappy about that because we're like, Mm, I like sex just as much as men and, and women are talking about it. Cardi and Megan are talking about it. And right. the feathers, the, they have ruffled, boy. <laughs> Seriously. Like, Even, like, some feedback has been from women, like, talking about um, specifically the line when Cardi was like, I don't cook, I don't clean. Let me show you how I got this ring. <laughs> someone had posted, she was like, I'm, like, they're basically like allowing men to disrespect. This is why men disrespect us. And like, I'm in here like cooking, cleaning, trying to get my education. And they're talking about like, I don't cook, I don't clean. Let me show you how to get this thing. And I'm just like, listen, sis, what? If you don't got the wop, just say that again. <laughs> <laughs> again, again. I reiterate the point. We reiterate the point. If you don't have the wop, just say that. But no, it's just like, it's like, why is what another woman has taking away from what you have? Right. And like, why Why is this a competition? There are men out there who don't care if you cook or clean. And there are some men out there who do care if you cook or clean. And guess what? You're going to have to find the man that right. aligns with what you're trying to do. If that's valuable to you, that you cook and clean, go find a man that's valuable to you. Some men just want a bad bitch. Like... But, like, okay, this bothers me so much. Like, I just hate having the ideal, like, wifey type of woman be boxed into this category that you must cook and clean to be a wife. Like, can we just get rid, can we just get rid of that idea? Right, because, baby, if I got the coins, we're going to have a chef anyway. So, it's like, you know, it don't matter if I can cook or clean. Like, why, you know, can you cook or clean? Like, you want to be with me? Can you cook and clean? Like, why does why does a wife, why does someone having the ability to cook or clean categorize them as a wife? Right. I remember there was this. I post. can't stand that. Me either, because I'm like, there's so many other things that are great about me. And at the end of the point, I'm, I'm not a wife because I don't cook and clean. Like, so right. everything else about me is just, fuck it. Like, <laughs> but um, there's this post on Twitter, and it was this woman, it was like a TikTok of her showing how she, like, basically cleans up after her man because um, she went on to explain it and she's like, like I went from being a single mother to him accepting like three kids that aren't his. He works all day. So it's like he lets me be a stay-at-home mom so the least I can do is like, you know, clean up the house and clean for him. But the thing is like he was leaving his plates on the side of the bed. He wouldn't put up his stuff. And it's just like, it's not, at that point, it's not even about generals. It's about being an adult. Like if you're cooking clean and do your laundry for yourself, why would you expect anybody else to be coming in and doing that for you? At that point, that is your mother and not a spouse or a companion. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, when you care about someone, I feel like you're naturally going to do those things anyway. Like I cook for my friends all the time. I go to their house and I notice something's dirty or like, you know, if your friends aren't in a good mental space, like you just naturally like want to care for them. Like, let me pick up some of your slack. That's what you do you care about somebody that doesn't um take away or add to you being a wifey type you know there's this author and her name is Estella Weldon and she like put women that men put women into this these categories of either being a mother a madonna or a whore and it's just like that mother aspect is like that wifey type like men will put you into these categories and the smart men there's men catching on and they're like, listen, if she has the OnlyFans or if she's twerking all the time, that doesn't mean she's any less than this woman who's up here, like, just praying on social media all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't yeah. take the value or anything from that woman. She could very much be doing the same thing as these women that you claim are wifey type. But because of this perception or these categories you're putting them in, like, you're probably missing out on so many people because you want to categorize them, you know? categories are bullshit because you could be a little bit of everything. Literally. You could have OnlyFans and still and still cook and clean and be a great mother. Exactly. You could be all of, all of those things. We're not just like, we're not just, we're just the wife. Right. And then I'm just a whore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not... Nah. Um. Why don't you want both? Come on, at the end of the day, you you want a star kitchen bed that's just gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, like y'all aren't y'all aren't being honest about what you really want. You're just like, yeah. just like 
I mean, even for example, like we see Megan the Stallion, you know, she's eh. <laughs> she's, like, she um, you know, she twerks on her Instagram, you know, not afraid to bust a slit and like twerk. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she cooks and she has a degree, she's educated, she's smart, like she's she's everything. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not like one or the other. Like she can she can have fun and you know, show a little bit of her freaky side and then also be a lady. Like, it's not like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my good sis, Shaka Khan, who <laughs> told us, I'm every woman, it's all in me, okay? Like, we are multifaceted, like, we have different faces, we're not monolithic, we, you know, like, we can be this, we can be that, I can step into my different bags, and... I don't know, women are, that's like this old picture that doesn't fit into the modern woman. Before, when we weren't able to work, obviously we were going to sit in the house and cook and clean, but it's like now- There's nothing else to do. Exactly, we couldn't do anything else. But now the dynamics have changed. Listen, whoever is at home more should be, listen, if I'm at work till 10, but you got home at four and you're expecting me to cook and clean after you, like, that's- what that's but backwards we all have to pick up each other's slack you know what i'm saying like i don't know but uh, and that is just it is what it is man like i hope this <laughs> next generation of men catches up and I'm- i think they have no choice but to because like literally like women are like in power right now they're literally like it's crazy like even just look at the rap game like women are dominating and you love to see it because for so long it was literally just Nicki Minaj it went from like Lil Kim to Nicki Minaj and then it, like now we have like there's a whole list of women you can listen to with different mm-hmm. fans we talk about different subjects and, and that's another thing like people were like why don't we like uplift rappers like Rap City and you know other women rappers who don't necessarily just talk about sex and things like that but it's like Rhapsody had a whole interview and she she explained like don't try to put us against each other she's like they're just rapping about what's real to them you know like Cardi is an ex-stripper so why would she try to sit up here although she um you know is interested in politics and things like that like she's not gonna sit up here and give you these super political or just like woke messages in her rap lyrics because like that's not her every that's not her life she hasn't like lived that you know what i'm saying she's just rapping her truth and don't we preach to people all the time setting their truth to be true to themselves so when women are actually doing it it becomes a problem like are are we not seeing the problem here (laughs) (laughs) i see do you see I see what the problem is. But um, anyway, moving on. Why do you think that like women are like so much more open to talking about their sexuality or like their sexual liberation? Um, mm, that's a really good question. <laughs> that's a really good question. Can I put you on the spot? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, well, I feel like. Okay, so you know how, like you just said, there's more um, women in rap who are, like, dominating. I think that that and along with just, like, other women that we see, like, um, big figures, like, in the media and stuff, just seeing how they're open with who they are and accepting of themselves, like, it kind of just is, like, a model for us. And we're like, okay, we see her over here and she's owning her sexuality and she's you know wearing what she wants and she doesn't care and she loves herself and she feels good that's what I want to do that's how I want to feel I want to feel that way so I think that a lot more women are seeing that and feeling that and then I mean they just kind of like gravitate towards that and that's what they become like like representation that's why that's why representation matters mm-hmm. because i'm pretty sure you know when women are just seeing these put together women and it's like dang like i that's not me i don't fit into that so they're feeling less than and now they have all these women who are like okay that aligns more with who i am or i can relate to that more 
So that's why, you know, Cardi and Megan, for example, they're so big right now because a lot of women can relate to what they're rapping about or it just makes them feel good about themselves. I know when I turn on Megan, I'm just like, <laughs> kind of like, it's nothing. Like, I really feel like that bitch. I feel like I can go secure a bag. I can go secure a trust fund, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but it just makes you feel good about yourself. And for a long time, I think women you know, weren't feeling good about themselves. They were just like stuck in these uh, mother wifey type roles. Yeah. I want to talk about something that um, just came to my mind. Huh. And you had, you had just spoke about how you feel like when you listen to Megan, how she makes you feel good. And, you know, her music just makes you feel great about yourself. And I remember last summer, Hot Girl Summer was literally about like, want women feeling good about themselves doing what they want like making themselves feel good being about you you know like it was such a like a positive like movement but like media and men took that and made it it turned it into women being a bunch of like thoughts and hoes running around and like it's crazy because that literally wasn't what it was about but it's so it's just so interesting how quickly you know the narrative kind of like flipped and they made it about that instead of what it was originally supposed to be about yeah it's just like us women can't have anything like we can't we can't have anything without it being turned into something negative like us going around being like posers or something that's a great point and like there's this book it's called the gender knot and it's by alan g johnson and i think every man and woman should read this book especially the men <clears throat> especially the men <laughs> because it really just goes can you say that again the men please the gender knot. <laughs> come on it's like one more time one more time one more time less than 20 it's less than 20 dollars you can afford it let me go ahead and put it on up the gender knot please purchase it Please, men, for our sake, y'all need to get into it. <laughs> but anyway, and it just really, like, goes into depth. And when I say depth, I mean into, like, every aspect of our society about, like, how deep the patriarchy goes. Mm-hmm. The patriarchy. And um, so the patriarchy, I'm just going to put this in really short terms. It's basically how we live in a male-dominated society. And just like you were talking about, it's like men literally – cannot get out of this bubble that everything is centered around them like because everything is it's like you know like um you we both have brothers and so i'm pretty sure we can see the difference of how our brothers were raised versus how we're raised you know what i'm saying like yeah big difference big difference it's like i remember like everything for me was like oh don't do that because they're gonna think this or they're gonna do this but it's like i never heard that being said to my brother you know what I'm saying? And so they literally just have so many things they don't have to think about so that by the time they're grown-ass men and women are talking about some real-ass shit, they're like, wait, what? Like, they can't even wrap their brains around it because they've been babied and, like, everything is catered to them in life. Like, everything is catered around men. Huh? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this is a really good book explaining that, and it's just, like, we are trying to break free of that and men are really trying to like stay in this cycle. And you know what? It's just like, I, I hate to compare things like this, but I'm going to just for the brain, it's easier when you compare things to things. But you know how we're saying that like racism isn't a black people's problems to solve because like we're the one who imposed it on us. It's the same thing with like patriarchy. Like Men have imposed this on everybody in society, and we're the ones who, like, feel the effects of it. So when we say, or when we're trying to liberate ourselves from it, like, quit trying to fight against it. Like, maybe just listen and understand what we're really saying. Like, it's harming us, because at the end of the day, it's like, that's why a lot of violence against women is perpetuated, because men just think that they have this, like, right against us and that they're the they're the ones who get to decide and it's like nah dude like at the end of the day yes we are different genders but at the end of the day we are humans and you need to like look at people for being a human instead of trying to put them into these boxes of genders um does that make sense yeah Yeah, no it makes complete sense okay move on to the next point i think that it has a lot to do with like what we're seeing now, it's like 
women feeling very insecure versus women now feeling confident and like empowered now. And can we, sorry to cut you off, but can we like break this down into something a little bit more specific? So as a black woman, mm-hmm. because there's a difference there between being like a white woman and a black woman. Yeah. Especially like, I don't know, because I feel like the things that black men award to, um, other women, they don't give us that same thing. So, like a white woman, um, for instance, uh, like a Kanye and Kim Kardashian. So, I feel like if Kim Kardashian was black, uh, would Kanye accept her and be as proud of her as he is? Like, my wife has a popular sex tape out, but as a black woman, it's just like that's not seen as something positive in our community whatsoever. And it's like what they will take from. Uh, other women they won't take from black women it's just like why is that like why do we have these standards that other women don't have do do you feel that same way yeah definitely I feel that same way I mean like you said an example Kim Kardashian and let's see what's a black woman that has a sex tape Mimi I don't know yeah right like look at how much she was villainized Uh, granting the sex tape wasn't as I don't know Neither of them were that great to me. <laughs> Not that I like super sat up there like to take. <laughs> there were popular topics at a point in time. I I don't I've never seen Mimi's, but I've seen Kim's. Like when I was like in like middle school or something. <laughs> I feel like that whole mother Madonna or whore thing is like. What's a Madonna? A Madonna. Okay, so Madonna when she came out, she was super just like sexually liberated i guess but okay. she wasn't to the point where she was like a whore just like super out there with it mm-hmm. she just like the things she did the way she dressed the things she talked about it was just like it was so like, that's the category that men fear the most i i feel like it's not that's only, what it sounds like yeah because she's like this is what i want and if you can't give it to me like you're no good whereas like that was usually the men's role so yeah. now, women can have that role. Men are like, whoa! <laughs> here. I don't like you. You're a bitch. Just like, you know how men are like, they try to get at you and then you don't want to be with them anymore. I'm like, you wasn't that fine anyway. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. That's not what my DMs say. <laughs> like, do you want me to pull up the receipts, sir? <laughs> uh, baby. Exactly. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I feel like it really is different for Black women. I just know growing up that, like, a lot of my bullying and just, like, where I got a lot of my not feeling worthiness came from, it was from, like, people who looked like me, you know? And I think a lot of Black women carry that with them when it comes to life and dating and work and platonic relationships even because it's, like, you can say this in front of my face, but who knows what you're saying behind my back or, you know, it's just like, I know how you guys really think sometimes. And it's, it's pretty uh, daunting on the spirit, the mind, the confidence level. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to make, but yeah. Oh, you were, you were going into like, um, confident versus like insecure oh yeah 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 and speaking of insecure it's like I don't want that word to sound negative but it's just like when you step into your power that's when you're just like really confident you don't really you're not afraid to stand in your own be in your own if people aren't standing with you you don't care and I feel like as an insecure woman you care you're like oh no people aren't agreeing with what I say like oh no like I must have said something wrong or I did something wrong or I'm not being a what a woman should be, you know? Um, and I know for me personally, like, stepping into my womanhood is very, like, a confusing and hard thing. Right. I feel like I didn't have, like, enough guidance on on it. What about you? No, I feel the same way. Like, it's very, it's very tough, especially when you have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. But, um, once you like step into it and you keep like taking steps forward, 
like it feels really good and it's very rewarding because I I feel like once you start doing that people see it and they recognize it and I think it kind of like in a way um can encourage other people to do the same that part and I love how you said people see it and recognize it because I know that like literally for me it was like one day it was like a switch and I was like you know what I'm not to let people keep playing with me and so when I didn't let people keep playing with me it was like seeing their reactions was really just like damn that's crazy like sometimes it feels like our like someone's relationship was only based in you being insecure or playing the less than part and so when you step into yourself wait oh, that was a <laughs> I do not like that shit because it's like the whole purpose of you even like being in their life was that oh I can be above you or that makes them feel better about themselves but when you feel good about yourself it's like they don't have that feeling anymore you know yeah yeah I love that you bring up that point because um I felt that before right it's not a good feeling at all because sometimes like listen some people might lose only one or two friends, but some people might lose like everybody when yeah. you that power. And I just feel like there comes a point where everyone has to do it, whether you're like 19, 25, 35, like there's a point where every woman, and that's what we're seeing right now, I feel like, because a lot of women stepping into their power and becoming confident, they're, they're not afraid to uplift other women. They're not afraid to be sexually liberated. They're not afraid to like have a tolerance level of like, okay, this is what it looks like when you respect me and this is what it looks like when you don't respect me. And I'm not accepting any of that disrespect. And a lot of people, and especially men, like don't don't like that. And I think that men are intimidated by confident women. Oh, oh yeah. Not all, but not some. All. Yes, like, you know how many times I've been told that I'm too independent? Right. I'm what like, is too independent? That, like... How would you feel away about that? And that's, like, a part of the patriarchy. Like, men want to feel, like, not even just wanted, but that you need them. And if they feel like you don't need them at all, then it's just, like, what am I here for? But it's, like, I might not need you in the ways you think I need you but like you're still valuable to my life, you know, but if they only think that certain, like, I would say traditional, I don't want to say like old school, but just traditional ideas of what a woman's role is supposed to be or what she's supposed to be to you. Um, mm -hmm. You're not like matching that, then men feel some type of way. I feel like a lot of men just have this traditional mindset, whereas women are like, this shit ain't working. So like, let's level up and the, a lot of men aren't like catching up to that so there's a lot of like that's why we see a lot of this discourse about the WAP lyrics because women are just like well this is what I want and men are like whoa 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 can we go back to the 1960s please it's weird though because that's what they want too mm -hmm. but like it's it's weird because it's like they they know that's what they want but it's like they don't want to hear it from us Mm -hmm. I don't know why is that I don't know like I don't know I I think some men have this thing where they just like to like humble confident women for some reason because mm, I just feel like it makes them feel better about themselves maybe they they like wish they had your confidence so they're like oh you have it nah nah nah, nah. I just don't understand why a man would be jealous of a woman right and it's just like no it I, listen I can't wrap my head around that like me either. It doesn't even matter about the gender at the end of the day, because I feel like when you're a confident person and you see anybody who's on a, you may think they're on a level above you. That's supposed to be inspiring. It's not, it's not. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. It's not something to look down on or something to talk about. It's like, Hmm, I like that about them. Like, Hmm, let me try to like, implement like, why don't you want to be friends with that person and learn something from them? Really? Life is all about the level of, listen, you're never, there's no, there's no like, ah, oh, this is the level. Like we're constantly growing, we're constantly evolving, we're constantly learning. So it's like every person you meet can teach you something new, but you're over here not learning because you're insecure and because someone else, someone else's power is bothering you. Like, mm -hmm. that's ugly. Like, let's talk about it. That's ugly. That's not something that's attractive. Right. 
So earlier you had, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and that's why like people are attracted to confident people because it's like, yeah. sure. And that's attractive because they know what they, they know what they want. They're firm in their beliefs, man or woman. Like that's an attractive trait, but. Right. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, oh, earlier you were talking about how like, you don't want insecure to come off as a negative thing. And sometimes it just means that you haven't actually stepped into um, who you are yet. So how could someone um, kind of like step into that and be more confident, I guess? Um, so for me personally, I, I'm a real feeling person. Like if something don't make me feel right, that's something to evaluate and look at. Like why does this make me feel good? Um, we build up our instincts because it, it lets you know that something isn't right you know some people will try that's why people who are experienced like I don't know I'm just always the type of person where I always talk to my elders I listen to what they have to say they're a little bit more interesting to me than people my age because I'm like I'm trying to find the answers like they seem like they have the answers and everything I notice about what they tell me is like literally they all say listen to your instinct and it's because like that gut feeling that you have, it, it lets you know that something isn't right and you need to listen to that feeling. So for me, it's like like little things people say or do, it'll make you not feel good or you just be like, huh? And you need to understand why that doesn't make you feel good, you know? Mm -hmm. that, that's literally how I stepped into like becoming a more confident woman because I was like, I literally felt disrespected and well, if anyone knows anything about me, <laughs> I'm left when I feel disrespected. So, so how do you address those things that don't make you feel good? Because, uh, okay, I'm just going to tell you a little something. So someone had said something to me and like something about it just did not make me feel good. I'm like, this is not right. Yeah. Like, I feel very disrespected by this. I feel like disgusted. Like, but I wasn't sure, like, what that feeling was. But I, like, gave it a few days to think about it. And I figured out what it was. But, like, still, I mean, it took some time. But, like, Jesus. <laughs> I forgot what point I was getting at. But, yeah. <laughs> Wait. What point was I getting at? Help me out here. I'm like, let's break this down. <laughs> but, okay. So, you said they said something to you and it didn't make you feel good. No, it didn't. It didn't. I was just like, something's wrong about this. Am I tripping? And I think a really important part that you said is that you gave it a couple of days because that's something that like I'm working, like I'm doing better at, but I'm still working on it. Cause like sometimes for me, as soon as I feel something, I'm like, what is this? Like, why did you do this? What's going on? And it's like, sometimes you just need to sit with things because sometimes it, okay, there are, there are very few cases where you feel something and it's kind of not that it's all in your head, but that you're making it a bigger issue than it really is. Yeah. And that's the importance of letting things sit for a couple of days. But some things are just clearly. Some blatant. things you just know, like it's just blatant. Like you just know, like, okay, that was disrespect. I know. I don't like that. I know what you said was wrong. Yeah. And an example of that is just like when you get around friends who try to like show out around other people, like automatically, you know, like you don't ever do shit like this when it's just us. Oh God. What is this? You know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah. that's the things that you, you have to check and, and not allow. And, um, I don't know, man, some, it does get lonely, but like the, the good thing about when you get those people out of your life is that, you know, you don't want them in your life. And you don't want anyone who has those traits or treats you like that in your life. So you are meeting new people, like you know what you're looking for and you know what feels good to you. You know, you know how you want people to talk to you and treat you and value you. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. part of like stepping into your power and being confident. I think people have this idea. I don't know. I think there's a very thin line that people have when it comes to confidence and they think it's like arrogance um but there's like many that's true yeah there's many things about confidence that and i feel like as an insecure person you might see a confidence person and you might just read it as arrogance but or that they're cocky yeah and i know for me personally it's like bro you don't know like anything i've been through to get to this point and it's like i'm the type of person where things are very much a no for me like not 
like nah and it's because i allow people to like step over me or just like be the nice guy too much and feel bad about it so now i know when something's not right no i don't care if you've been friends exactly i don't care if you think i'm a bitch either like i'll be that i'll be that fucking bitch i fucking will because it's all about that inner peace you have with yourself i don't care if i have no friends at the end of the day if none of you treat me like how i love myself and respect myself and treat myself period 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 poo (laughs) all right i have a question for you okay so for someone who's kind of on this journey of stepping into their power say it feels to be to have your power one and two what is the difference from how you felt before you found yourself and we're in your power versus being in your power now Ooh, okay let's let's break it down okay let's start with the first question yeah can you repeat it if i can't remember it <laughs> i got a memory like this i don't know um so the first question i asked was how does it feel to be in your power how does it feel okay for me it's just like Okay, to be in your power, you really have to know yourself, you know? And I feel like we talk about this in so many episodes. It's really important to get to know yourself, what your triggers are, what you like, what you don't like, things like that. And unfortunately, for some people, it's going to take you going through a lot of bad experiences. Some people, like, click on right away, and some people, it takes them a couple of years. And for me, I feel like it took me a couple of years. Um what is it what does it feel like that was a question yeah like it feels like being sure and that's why i said you have to know yourself because once you know yourself like you're just sure like you just know that this is unacceptable or this is acceptable or like hey like i don't i don't know what you meant by this but let's talk about it you know what i'm saying um it's just being sure that's like the only way i can describe it um what about for you like are you at that point where you're just like, sure? Yeah, like, I, for me, one, I feel sure hmm. in what I'm doing and the choices that I make. And two, this is, like, one of the best feelings for me, is I feel unstoppable. Okay. Like, I feel like I can do anything I want, and, like, the sky's the limit. Like, that's how I feel. And it's, like, amazing. But I'm going to leave it there. Like, that's how I feel. I really – and it's so hard to, like, try to tell somebody that because it's, like, you really have to feel that shit. So, it is a feeling. Like, you just know, like, you know what? You have to really – This it, it, it does start with the mental. Let's start there. It does start with the mental. Like, you have to be like, you know what? I'm not accepting this anymore. I don't care if I'm a lone soldier. I don't care if I have no friends or whatever. Like, I'm not accepting – no bullshit no more right and then from then on out you really like you said you feel unstoppable it's like bro i'm still doing great things without what i thought i needed to do it with like no one's stopping me but me and no one can help me okay not that no one can help you but you know like you don't need anybody. You don't need anybody. To really but, like, if you want people around, you could have them. If you enjoy people, you could have them. But you don't need anybody that's not, like, adding value. Exactly. And it's just, like, you you know the people that are around you that want to see you win, you know? Um, keep those people around. It's just really, like, a feeling. You really got to get in tune with yourself to, like, understand that feeling. So that's why, like, I always preach to people, like, and for me, I don't know if this is, like, a healthy process, but I kind of just had to, like, I don't want to say cut everybody off, but there was a point in time where I really just, like, didn't talk to anybody. And it's just, like, I, because I, I, everything seemed normal to me, so I have to really see, like, what feels good, because everything was just, like, normal to me. Like, you know, I didn't know when people were disrespecting me, when people were respecting me, but, like, once things started making sense and clicking, I was like, oh, yeah, you've got to go because it doesn't feel good. Because, like, okay. I've I focused on myself for so long that I know that this is what I want, this is what feels good, and so on and so forth. And then so the confident woman, she's not afraid to stand on her own. She doesn't need the recognition and praise. She trusts that her decisions are right for her because she knows what's best, okay? <laughs> 
because she knows self, she uplifts other women. She does it for herself and not for approval of men, which goes back into like the whole WAP thing. It's just like these women are like praising them. They're not doing this for the approval of men because they know men are going to hate on them, but they don't care. They're like speaking their truth and they love that shit anyway. Uh, they're sexually liberated and they don't tolerate whatever isn't on their level. And again, that goes back to knowing yourself. Um, anything to add to that list? I feel like that sums it up. Yeah, I feel like that like sums it up exactly. Right. If you're not there, listen, it, it's something we've all had to work towards. It's not an overnight process at all. And to be honest, it can be kind of lonely at times. Um, you might just want to be like, F it, I'm just go back to my old life. But it's just like, trust, you will feel so much better once you like rid of all those things and really just like step into what you know you want and who you are and from then on out like things really just do start looking up i think people think that it's this like level you get at and it's just like it's this mindset you have i feel like because there are days like where i just feel so insecure and i'm like i don't want anyone looking at me i don't want anyone like to remember who i am like i think it's normal though yeah, it's very normal. I feel like that sometimes. Because, mm-hmm. like, we're human. And it's not about just, like, being a woman or a man. It's just, like, we're a human. We have emotions. It's a really, it's an experience. It's a beautiful experience. Don't, like, feel bad about it. Um, just, like, step into it. It's a beautiful thing. It's like being a butterfly. <laughs> I'm so, that's why I'm so obsessed with butterflies. It's like, it is process dude it's a process shout yeah. out to all women breaking the glass ceiling breaking breaking the way for us all literally thank you so much to all the women who came before me because i have something to look up to you know what i'm saying so yeah man women are dope i appreciate us and i love us <laughs> bottom line is do it for you do it for little saint little saint <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, thank you for tuning in to another episode, and we'll see you guys next time. If you don't know who Little Saint is, you're too young to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Y'all be easy. Yeah, you'll hear from us next week or two weeks from now. Bye. Bye.